welcome to Is Your Way In Your Way to all my listeners out there. I am your host, Cassandra Crawley-Mayo, and this is the podcast for those individuals who are ready, I mean, really ready to move forward in their lives, overcome obstacles, even those limiting beliefs that we have. Uh, so that and also to mitigate those self-imposed barriers that's preventing you, that's preventing all of us from from living our best life on our terms. And we talk about all topics that's related to business and personal development, improvement, and even self-improvement. And today I just love our topic: how to use yourself, S-E-L-F, as the solution. And we have a special guest on today, and her name is Tracy Pleshcourt, who's going to tell us all about how to use yourself as a solution to overcome these obstacles and to meet your goals. Okay, so let me introduce Tracy to the stage. Hello, Tracy. How are you today? Hi, Cassandra. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it's a pleasure to have you. For my listeners, you know what I'm going to do first? I'm going to read her bio so that you get to know a little bit about her before we dive in into this deep conversation. Now, Tracy is the founder and CEO of Self Made You and co-host of the Tracy and Gracie Becoming podcast, a show she created with her daughter, who is 22, that gives life coaching advice from two different generational perspectives. I think that's so neat. She has mastered and now teach an operating system necessary to manage your mind and eliminate any obstacles in life, including overeating, overdrinking, time management, career and relationship changes, and professional development. She has dedicated her, her, her work to ambitious, lifelong learners yearning for solutions and seeking a better way to create the results they desire and deserve. She instills confidence and a call to action that leads to maximum achievement and happiness. Wow. I'm looking forward to finding out about all of this. Again, welcome, Tracy, to Thank Is Your Way In Your Way podcast. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So my first question to you is this my understanding, because I too left corporate America and so did you. And I would love for you to share your personal journey that led you to where you are today. Um, like, you know, maybe a little bit about corporate. Why, why did you leave corporate and how did you get to where you are today? Yeah. So I left about five years ago um, mm -hmm. after spending almost 20 years in the wow. advertising industry. And I'll just you know go on record to say that the advertising industry is probably one of the best industries to work within. Um, I loved being amongst all of the creative people. I loved working on some of the sexiest of the brands. Yeah. Um, but it all came with a little bit of a price that actually looked like spending a lot of time away from my family. And mm -hmm. as my kids were getting older um, and kind of getting closer to the time where they were going to, you know, leave the nest, yeah. I really started to kind of, you know, I guess rumble with the guilt of being away from them for so mm -hmm. long. And, okay. 
you know, spending such little time with them. So yeah. I knew I needed to make a decision because I actually don't do guilt well. Yeah. <laughs> I decided, yeah. you know what, it's never going to be worth the amount of guilt that I'm probably going to have once they leave the nest. And so I did kind of the unthinkable at the time because I was at the kind of the peak of my career and I was, you know, making a large um, salary oh, and wow. I decided that, you know, I'm going to do something that still is very fulfilling. I'm going to take the business skills that I have mm -hmm. and combine them with more of a passion. And okay. that was really at the time, it was, it was all about helping other people create purpose-driven businesses. Okay. Um, I, I spent a bulk of my time in the advertising world, really focused on corporate and social responsibility. So really having purpose-driven initiatives was very meaningful mm -hmm. to me. And so that's where I started. What quickly became clear was that becoming an entrepreneur, starting a purpose-driven business, starting any business for that matter, has mm -hmm. everything to do with your mindset and mm -hmm. little to do with the actual actions. So mm -hmm. I know that a lot of people would love to argue that point with me, but <laughs> you have to get to the root cause of the actions that you're taking or the inactions that you're taking. And it's always the way that you're thinking. That's the root cause of everything. And so I wanted to create more of an awareness around why people weren't achieving their goals, why people were suffering with their problems and feeling mm -hmm. very stuck. And I'm talking mm -hmm. about, you know, problems such as overeating, over drinking, under earning, overspending, yeah. you know, really kind of suffering with poor relationships. So where my business ended up morphing was when I kind of hit that crossroads of, do I really want to spend my time helping people refine actions or do yeah. I want them refine the way that they think. And I noticed that, you know, because actually, if you fast forward, my kids have now graduated from college. And I was kind of looking at their curriculum, and reminded of my own curriculum. And formal education tends to teach you, like, what to think. And we're all tested on our ability to memorize what to think, but we're not taught how to think. So mm. I'm sitting there looking at my children who are graduating from college and I'm like, they were never even equipped with the neuroscience of their mm. own brain. They mm. were never taught how their brain is meant to function and how yeah. at you know any given moment of a day, they are actively sabotaging themselves when they are kind of on autopilot, when they're not being intentional about their thinking and feeling. So mm -hmm. Big picture, I realized there was a huge gap in the market, I would say, in the world, if I'm going to be real honest, that, you know, there isn't a place where you can learn how to think. There's so many places that you can learn what to think, but how to think, there's a gap. And so Self Made You was birthed to really fill that gap. So I have basically dedicated my life to teaching people how to think so that they get whatever it is that they want from their life so that they can overcome their challenges once and for all so that they can create things that, you know, maybe they once thought impossible. 
So, you know, this is actually for my listeners, too, who are there many of them that are ready to maybe to move forward from their jobs or um, would love to resign and do something that they're really passionate about. Um, Where what skills do you believe letting them, my listeners, know that we can it can be transferable? So all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, I'm certain you took time. You just didn't, you thought about it before you resigned. Um, in regards to people defining their purpose, purpose-driven life, so to speak, where, what, what skills did you, or did you bring from your advertising job to let people know that skills are transferable? Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, the decision-making skills was probably Uh one of the first ones. Um, Realizing that this, you know, need to be perfect is Mm. a very unserving need. Um, And it really keeps you stuck. So I would say, you know, the decision-making skills, I would say, um, you know, of course, conflict management, really understanding how to navigate conflict was super helpful. Um, The business strategy skills um, were very transferable. Um, Mm -hmm. um, I would say because I had the unique opportunity to really work closely with the individuals that we employed and we realized that, you know, they were probably our most valuable resource. And so yeah. investing back into them, realizing, listening to them about what it is that they, you know, deeply desired and mm-hmm. and creating an environment that, you know, served that desire um, was another transferable skill for me. So okay. active listening, okay. I would say, um, okay. for sure. So what you just did, um, not only were you able to explain the, the skills that you bring that were transferable, but what you did was huge, you know, to be in an organization for 20 years, making a great salary. Um, so I know. So what is the first step I would think and to change? Because you that was a, that was <laughs> that was a magnitude for you to change like that. So it has to be a step. What was the first what the very first step to change? Yeah, I I appreciate that question. And I guess I want to be really honest and say that I didn't really have it all figured out. At the time that I made that transition, um, I relied more on <laughs> um, luck. And I actually had a husband who was working full time, who had benefits, who, mm. you know, kind of gave me that safety net. So okay. I don't want to paint this picture that, okay. you know, just jump. And, you know, right. okay. I don't think that that's fair. I, you know, I had a lot of uh, things going for me that allowed me to make that change and in a more okay. comfortable environment. But I, and I also want to say that it's through the experience of probably not having the right skills that I am here today able Mm. to teach the right skills. I Mm. actually had the contrast. I didn't know what the four steps to like coaching myself looked like. I had no idea what that was about. And so because I had the contrast and I really did kind of suffer from the lack of decisions that I was making, I now can, can really provide clarity to people who 
maybe want to avoid those pitfalls. And so what I have learned and what I now teach in regards to, you know, what it looks like to coach yourself to get whatever result you wanted. So let's just say you are looking to transition out of a corporate, you know, nine to five career and you want to become an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. The first step is you got to start with a decision. So we use the acronym SELF, S-E-L-F. Okay. And I encourage you to always think about yourself as the solution to any problem or to any goal. Okay. hundred percent of the time, instead of looking outside of yourself, thinking that there's some silver bullet that you haven't yet found, I want you to try on the thought that, you know, I can rely on myself. So S-E-L-F. So the S stands for start with a decision. Okay. Start with a decision. What is it that you actually want? Okay. Now that seems really obvious. <laughs> somebody's looking to, you know, start an initiative or mm-hmm. get from A to Z. Mm-hmm. That sounds really obvious, but I right. promise you, Cassandra, most people, even if they do ask themselves, what is it that I want? They don't answer it. So exactly. you have to ask yourself the question and you have to formulate an answer. What is it that you want and why do you want it? So that the reason why that's so important is because that becomes a GPS. Yeah. Think about, you know, if you're trying to, you know, navigate your way to a grocery store that you've never been in or been to, you need to actually put the decision of where it is that you're going into the GPS so that it can formulate the correct and appropriate steps. Without deciding where it is that I want to go, I'm never going to be able to come up with the correct steps. So make a decision about what it is that you want and why. That's a huge decision that cannot be overlooked. Yeah. Now, do you find that hard? Because I, you know, I have clients as well and say, so what does living your best life look like? You know, and one of the things they say, I want to be happy. And I'm like, okay. We all want to be happy. Do you run into that? And and how do you take a deep dive to get that out? Because that's critical. First of all, that decision. But what what is it that you want? What is what are some techniques you've used to help people get to where they want or understand what what it is for them to live their best life? Yeah. So. I get either one of two things. I'll get either a client saying, I just want to be happy, Mm -hmm. or I'll get a client who says, I don't even know what I want. They'll go on to tell me how broken they are because they don't know what they want. Okay, And that's okay. Mm -hmm. I want people to understand that not knowing what you want is actually pretty normal. And Mm -hmm. I would have them reflect back on what they don't want. We Mm -hmm. all have spent every day of our life up until this very moment, sifting and sorting through experiences. Mm -hmm. Those experiences have afforded us the opportunity to decide what it is that we do want and what it is that we don't want. Mm -hmm. Every experience, whether you want to label it, you know, quote unquote, good or quote unquote, bad, It Mm -hmm. is a gift and an opportunity because it has afforded you the opportunity to decide what it is that you want. So answering one of those questions, what is it that you want or what is it that you don't want, requires you to kind of reflect, like reflect back on, you know, 
what does happiness look like? What were you doing? What Mm -hmm. were you doing? Mm -hmm. What were you thinking? How are you feeling? Like paint the picture. So it takes intention. Mm -hmm. It takes prompting. Um, That's the whole point of self-made you. It's we teach people how to think, but we also teach them the, the, the way to get there is through coaching yourself. So that's just asking yourself questions. Okay. So what's the acronym? What's the E? So the E is eliminating self-sabotage. That's big. Yeah. Every minute of every day, you are actively self-sabotaging yourself. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have awareness of that. If you aren't aware, if you aren't in an intentional mindset, you are actively self-sabotaging yourself. Okay. So we want to draw your attention to the fact that by just by habit, like by default, you operate from what I call your primitive brain. So here's just a little bit of neuroscience. Yeah. We have that three pound organ that exists between our ears. If you were to cut it straight down the middle, the left side is your primitive brain. It's Mm -hmm. meant to keep you alive. It's meant to like, um, it's a survival part of your brain. So it offers you a lot of dramatic thoughts They're often fear-based thoughts in an attempt to keep you alive. Yes. That part of our brain should not be villainized. It's actually very purposeful. You know, Mm -hmm. it's very efficient. It keeps us breathing without having to think about it. It keeps our heart beating without having to think about it. It does keep us alive. Yes. And it wants to be very efficient. It doesn't want to have to expend a lot of energy. And so by default, we all operate from our primitive brain. So we need to be more aware of when we are reacting to fear-based thoughts, when we're not in any danger, that's when the self-sabotage happens. Right. Okay. So we spend time at Self-Made You really kind of creating a mental fitness routine for you that looks like creating a daily planner. Like we have you making decisions every single day that strengthens your mental fitness. It requires Mm. you to be intentional. It requires you to coach yourself. That's Mm. how you start to build and strengthen the part of your brain, the opposite part of your brain that I like to call your prodigy brain. Now it's technically called your prefrontal cortex, but it is the part of your brain that allows you to respond instead of react. Mm, Okay. Okay. So step one is start with a decision. What is it that you want? Why do you want it? Step two is eliminate the self-sabotage. There's all these self-sabotaging narratives that, that are very universal. The judge is probably the one that we most resonate with. We're not judging ourselves, judging other people, judging circumstances. And if we don't catch it, if we don't intercept that, yes. it will unfold and it will self-sabotage. Yes, so, that inner critic. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And okay. so heightening our awareness around that, having an understanding of the neuroscience allows us to tap into the prodigy part of our brain. Okay. Okay. And that's where we can leverage strengths. Okay. So there's strengths. So the L is leveraging strengths. Okay. And that allows us access 
to strengths like empathy, discovery, innovation. Mm. So instead of beating yourself up over the knee-jerk reactions, eating a cookie, yelling at somebody, right? Doing something that's, you know, very reactive that ultimately you're going to look back on and wish you hadn't done that. Mm -hmm. You can actually see it as a primitive brain reaction. Okay. And have empathy for all of your humanness. Okay. That is operating from your prodigy brain and leveraging strengths that are only afforded to you through your prodigy brain. Okay. Okay. And then finally, the fourth and final step is finishing with the decision. Mm, okay. So you start with a decision and you finish with a decision. That that final fourth step, the finishing with the decision is what is your next best step? Not the whole roadmap. What's just the next best incremental step that you can take with confidence? What's the next step that you can take that gets you closer to where you want to be? That's almost so easy. It's hard to do. That's what I mean by taking incremental compounded steps that get you closer to where it is that you want to be versus staying stuck in your primitive brain, spinning out in fear. Okay. So that's what, that's the control operating system that you spoke, spoken about. Yeah. Um, it's a way of operating from the part of your brain that keeps you intentional and it creates a sense of self-control. Okay. Now you had mentioned that that, um, operating system can be used professionally, but can it be used personally? It has unlimited applications. So for example, yesterday I was recording a podcast and my dogs kept barking (laughs) and I was having, I was so frustrated. And all I kept thinking is, oh my gosh, when I get my hands around their neck, (laughs) it ain't going to be pretty. That's what I was thinking. Right. And so it just, it fueled the frustration for me. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting here thinking, you know what? This is a great opportunity. This isn't anything life-changing. This isn't anything monumental. This isn't anything that's going to change my income or change my weight. or But it definitely is going to change the way I feel in this moment. And so I applied the self-coaching practice or I learned how I applied the steps to coach myself. So okay. I started with the decision. Right. What is it that I actually want? <laughs> I'm looking for it to be really quiet. I'm looking for you know, a space for me to be able to focus, right. Right. Or to have uninterrupted time. That's That's what I want. Where am I right now in relationship to that? Well, (laughs) I'm far, far away from that because my dog's in the other room barking his head off. And so, and so I had to kind of sit and look at the facts, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of like really festering on this story about how annoying this dog is, how, you know, He's doing this just to bug me, right? Like the dog, of course, that's not true, but that's what my primitive brain, that's the conclusion my primitive brain jumps to. Right. And that is not even accurate. It's not true. It's not accurate. But obviously I could sit and verify that. And I would quickly come to the conclusion that my primitive brain is being very dramatic and it's fueling the frustration. I spin in this negative self-talk. Yes. So- 
The S is decide what I want. That decision, like what's embedded in that decision is self-control because I take the control back. What is it that I want? I just want Mm -hmm. a quiet space. Exactly. So I can take responsibility. I didn't really do anything to contribute to having the quieter space. The dogs are sitting out there just being dogs. Like I now feel empowered. I feel in control. I don't feel victimized by the dogs. Okay. Because you're sabotaging yourself too, right? These dogs, look at them. They they know I'm on a podcast and yeah, trying to figure this out. And they're just humiliating me right now. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's how you start to eliminate the self-sabotage because if I let that unfold, it's going to create a sabotaging situation that I don't want, right? I've already decided what I want. I want to have a space where I can think and, you know, have it be quiet. And if I sit and just (laughs) fester on this, they stay in the other room continuing to bark and I sabotage the whole experience. Exactly. So you want to have an awareness of when that primitive brain is showing up and being very judgmental. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's what's going to keep you Mm -hmm. in that spin. Mm -hmm. And then I can leverage my prodigy brain strengths instead and like ask myself, you know, what's the most loving and compassionate thing I could say to myself right now? Like, I didn't didn't know that they were going to start barking. I could also ask myself, like, what's the most loving and compassionate thing I can say to the dog? Like, Mm -hmm. and that's what actually brought me to the conclusion that you know what? They're not barking to make me mad. They're barking because that's how they communicate. Yeah. And would I really want a dog who didn't know how to communicate? No, that's all that's happening. But yet my primitive brain, if I would have just let it run on default, I would have been completely locked (laughs) and loaded on how this dog was doing this intentionally to me and how much I was the victim. But in reality, that's how a dog communicates. Right. And so all of a sudden, the frustration and the overwhelm was kind of washed away. Yeah. And I realized that I could sit and sabotage myself and create a very uncomfortable circumstance or experience. Or I could coach myself and ask myself, what's what's the facts and what's the story here? Okay. Separate that. That is me leveraging strengths that are only available to me through my prodigy brain. I can have empathy for me. I can have empathy for the dogs. I can really discover the facts. I can be innovative, Mm -hmm. right? Like I wouldn't be able to be innovative again if I was being sabotaged. So that's how I leverage those strengths. And then I finish with the decision. What is something that I can do going forward That's Mm -hmm. so easy. It's almost hard not to do that. I can, you know, an action step that I can take with confidence, you know, clear, concise, focused action, but it's just one step. I don't have to know how every single podcast from here on out is going to unfold with my dogs in the other room. I just Mm -hmm. need to know what's the one step because I know for sure incrementally that those steps will compound and get me closer to where it is that I want to be. Right. Because you also showed yourself, you gave yourself some compassion, Mm -hmm. which is something that we aren't very, very good at. And when you talk about um, the self-coaching, 
And you talked about the self-coaching, but you also said self-coaching can help you stop you from quitting. Like, for example, you know, like my listeners, you know, they perhaps, you know, want to get out of a relationship, want to get into a relationship, um, know that they need to maybe forgive someone or forgive themselves or uh, start a business or whatever. Um, and as you indicated, entrepreneurs is not for the weak by no means. It's, 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 it's tough, you know? Um, and, and if you're not used to it, it can definitely get you out of your comfort zone. But so share with my listeners how that self-coaching and how I can reduce the risk of just forgetting it all. I'm just going to stay stuck because I'm comfortable in this. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Well, so first off, you have to have a desire to, change to want to change. Right. And so I think anybody that you or I run across, they probably have that desire, Mm -hmm. you know, they maybe haven't formulated or articulated exactly what it is that they want because they probably don't know how, but it starts with just recognizing that you have a desire. Okay. It's, you know, so I would say, you know, having a, this, a desire and then the awareness of where you're at in re- in the context of that desire is mm-hmm. so incredibly helpful. But not only that, it's also recognizing, like I said, at every given minute of every given day, we're being self-sabotaged if we're not being intentional. So okay. there are 10 self-sabotaging narratives that are mm-hmm. very universal. Yeah. And so we have an assessment that really sheds a light on which narratives are most common in your own unique life so that you can be on the lookout for them. Okay. But like I said, the judge is very universal. The people pleaser is very universal. That that people pleaser will have you kind of indirectly trying to gain acceptance and, and mm-hmm. affection mm-hmm. by helping or pleasing or rescuing or flattering others. And you start to lose sight of your own needs and yeah. then you end up becoming resentful as a result. Yeah. So yeah. knowing that that narrative is one that you most often hear, you can be on the lookout for it. You can, you have better odds of intercepting. You're not going to react to it. You're just going to notice it and you're going to respond with empathy. That's just mm-hmm. my primitive brain being very human, but I don't have to react. I can respond because the thoughts that it's giving me, like he won't love me if I don't, you know, cook dinner every single night. Exactly. You can actually question that line of thinking. You can respond with a question instead of reacting. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference between living a life where you consistently self-sabotage and living a life where you stay in control. So is that part of the methodology on um, getting lasting change in their life? Yes, yes. So lasting change comes from 20% insight and 80% applications. So I've just taught your listeners Mm -hmm. how to coach themselves, how to feel more in control. By utilizing the SELF, those four steps over and over and over. It's very cyclical. You can think of every step that you take in your day, you bring along yourself. Okay. Okay? That's how I want people to think about it. But what they've just learned is literally only 20% of lasting change. Mm -hmm. It takes application. 
Mm -hmm. It takes practice so that you can refine it, so that you can ask yourself what worked, what didn't work, what can I do different? That is the key. So think about all the books that you have on your bookshelf. Right. If you read them, a lot of people don't even read them, but if you read them, that was the 20% insight. But if you didn't apply anything that you learned, you're missing the 80% of the way that you need the the 80% of the like part of sustainable change. You've missed it because you have to apply and not just once over and over and over. So I go on podcasts and I give away the insight for free. And then I invite people to come and apply that what they've learned for free. We have master classes and we have, um, we have free coaching Friday sessions where people Mm -hmm. can come and apply what they've learned for free. Mm -hmm. I believe wholeheartedly that it's 80% application to create sustainable change. So we also provide that. And then we, of course, offer our services as a coach to come alongside of you to really like dig deep and make sure that, you know, you're, you're getting the biggest bang for your buck from your coaching. Yeah. So that's the accountability part to right. have you or your daughter or individuals that are working with you um, because repetition is key. You know, right. like you said, you can read and it'll go in one ear and come out the other and also making the decision that this is what I want. I want a purpose filled life. I, this is what I want and I'm going to do as long as it's legal, ethical and moral to do what it's going to take for me to get this. So they, then there's a commitment that has to be a part of that as well. Um, so is that does that you talked about creating a roadmap to monetize their purpose? Tell us about that roadmap. Yeah, I think that it's not in the traditional sense that most people, they, they get a vision of, yeah. you know, okay, so I've decided where it is that I want to go. A GPS is going to give me every single step right? in order. Well, instead of a GPS, instead of relying on a GPS, you're going to rely on yourself and you're going to mm-hmm. have the confidence that all you need to know is what the next best step is. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have, you know, from A to Z completely planned out. You need to have the confidence that when it's time, mm-hmm. you will know what the next best step is. And even if you don't know, you're still going to take a step to decide whether that was effective or not. So right. you're always either learning or you're growing. Right. You're either getting closer to what you want or you learn something about exactly. yourself. So okay. it's not the roadmap, like I said, the, that most people conjure in their mind, it's, it is a roadmap that is ever evolving. We are always becoming, we're Mm -hmm. in a state of becoming, it's never solidly defined as, you know, this is how you get from A to Z. Mm -hmm. If you stay open and willing to become and evolve, you actually create a more, um, abundant life mm-hmm. versus being very rigid in your thinking and thinking, okay, this is exactly how I get from A to Z. So, right. and it's so much more simple. It's right. so much more simple. All I have to remember is just what this next step is or be willing to take the next step. Right. In the right. attempt, in the spirit of learning or growing. 
Yes. So how to use yourself as a solution. And itself is the acronym. First of all, as you indicated, start with a decision. Um, the, the E is eliminate self-sabotage <laughs> and um, leverage strength for the L. And then you want to finish. You know, so as you finish with a decision, you want to finish right. with a decision. Yep. What's my next best step? Right, right. Um, so, Tracy, you have provided a lot of um, insight um, nuggets. Is there any um, additional call to action that you could share with my listeners who? Um, are stuck or working on being unstuck because they've been listening to this podcast and have gotten some really phenomenal solutions. Is there anything else that they could do as a, a takeaway? You know, as soon as this is over with, you know, they got the self down, you know, and they could read, listen to the podcast as well. But is there anything else that you would share with my listeners? Yes. So most of us are thinking about, okay, when I get off this podcast, here, here's step one, step two, step three that mm -hmm. I need to do. I want you to stop thinking about your life in the context of doing. And I want you to start thinking of your life in the contrast, in the context of feeling. Mm -hmm. How am I feeling moment to moment to moment? And so checking in and asking and answering that question will change your life mm. because you'll either come to the conclusion that the only reason why you do things is because you want to feel something and feelings are available to you right now. You don't yeah. have to wait. You don't have to wait until you are at a certain position or at a certain weight or have a certain amount of clients to be happy or to be successful. Mm -hmm. Being feeling successful, feeling happy is available to you right now. Okay. And it's always created from a thought or a belief. Well, suppose so, the feeling is not a positive feeling. How do they get through that? You know, yeah. trying and, you know, thinking, you know, positive, but yet, you know, they're overwhelmed, they're frustrated. How, how, how would they do handle that one? Yeah. So, if they're, if the question is how do they change from an unwanted feeling to a wanted feeling, mm -hmm. the simple answer is change the way you're thinking. Okay. So the only, the only reason why you're feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, confused, or, you know, angry is because you are thinking now hear me when I say this unintentionally, you are thinking or believing a saboteur thought mm -hmm. that's creating that feeling. Okay. Purely being aware of that, purely having that sort of insight will start to tame or taper that feeling. And okay. then again, with that kind of awareness, you can tap into your prodigy brain strengths and start to have empathy for yourself. That's a very human okay. way of reacting, mm -hmm. but you're becoming somebody who operates from your prodigy brain, not on default, not on autopilot from your primitive brain, you are being intentional and you can start to leverage empathy and compassion and, you know, discovery and innovation. Okay. And that changes everything. 
that changes how you feel. Right. Because the prodigy is like in the moment. Yep. You indicated. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Excellent. How can my listeners connect with you? Yeah. Our website is www.self, S-E-L-F dash made, M-A-D-E, and then the letter U.com. We have a free community where we offer free coaching. We offer free masterclasses. Um, You can get in contact with other coaches, with other um, people who are just actively becoming self-made. And um, I encourage you to take advantage of that. So you just go to selfmadeyou.com. You can join our community and you'll see a list of upcoming free resources. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Wow. For So for my listeners who are ready, ready, as I indicated to move forward, how do you like the word free? You know, it's most of all, we always like, I have to pay for this. That's no excuse because this is something free. However, I'm certain there's going to be a lot of value in it. And if you want more, there's opportunity for more. So I'd like to um, thank Tracy for being my special guest today. And I am hopeful that all of my listeners now know how to use yourself, S-E-L-F, as the solution. It's all internal. Um, So we're not looking for someone else. We have like coaches like Tracy and the classes and all of that. But remember, it's 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 not a magic wand. It's stuff, something you have to work at. So again, thank you um, for my listeners out there. You know that this podcast will air every Wednesday at 1 p.m. And if you believe that this will be a blessing to someone, please share this podcast. Okay. And again, thank you, Tracy and everyone. Bye for now.